it's December 3rd, Tuesday, and the Vikings got the hell kicked out of last night by the fucking Seahawks. We will get into the entire last week's games in a little bit, but first, what has happened to the Patriots? Tom Brady is on, was on pace to have his worst QER of his fucking career, and they're 10-2. and two. The Patriots might complain more about being 10-2 than anybody I've ever fucking seen in my life. But also, every time they play a team that isn't fucking complete dog shit, they lose. And it's really not close. I know they lost to the Red Texans, like 28-22. But that game was never close. They scored once at the end to make it the scoreboard a little closer. Just like the Vikings-Seahawks game. I guess that was a little bit closer. It was close at one point. Then the Seahawks put up fucking 17 straight. That was rough. Everybody's trying to put it on Kirk Cousins, saying Kirk Cousins sucks. He's 0-1-8 on Monday night. That was not on him. When you give up 210 rushing yards to not fucking running backs, just put up 200. Chris Carson and fucking, was it Penny? Yeah, those names should not be dropping 200 yards on a Mike Zimmer defense. Dalvin Cook goes down for the shoulder injury. It looks like he doesn't come back. Team is instantly one-dimensional. And it's just, yeah, then you're done. Diggs drops a pass. It gets picked off. Might have been a call pass interference on it. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm a Viking fan. I still wouldn't call that pass interference. Let him, you got to let him play defense. got to go to the ball. I know you can't go through him. It looked like he kind of went around him. It still hit Diggs in the hands. I get it. You're getting hit by a fucking 195-pound athlete. A lot easier to say than do, but whatever. So it is. Now, after starting last night in fifth place in the NFC, the Niners are all of a sudden looking at the number two seed in the NFC. First place in the West. Home field throughout at the season ends today. Niners have dropped from grace. Fallen from the heavens from first to fifth in one fucking week. Last game of the year. Niners, Seahawks. That is going to be a fucking doozy there, bud. There are now five teams in the NFC with ten wins. Good fucking luck. If you know who's going to win that division, let me know, because I have no fucking idea. Not division, conference. But, Ben, it's the conference. The division's the four teams. The conference is the whole... I don't give a fuck. Shut up. Yeah, Um. so you got... The Packers, no, Packers, nine wins. Saints, ten wins. Seahawks, ten wins. Niners, ten wins. Packers have nine wins? I think the Packers have, no, four teams in the NFC. Packers have nine wins. Vikings have eight. And the Cowboys leading that tough, rough NFC East at a astounding six and six. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. The NFC will have three first-round buys. The number one seed, the number two seed, and whoever plays the NFC East in the playoffs. I feel bad for the sixth seed, which is probably my Minnesota Vikings. They will either end up having to go to Lambeau or New Orleans in the first fucking round, if they even make it. They're now 8-4. and four. The Rams are 7-5 and five behind them. That's the next best team. 
Uh, we have to lose again, and they have to win again. I don't know what the record is, the head-to-head record. If we have the same, if we if both end up at like ten six, I don't know what the I don't know what the uh, tiebreaker is on that. Probably division games or conference games, but I don't know what those records are. I will look that up. Um, it was also college rivalry week. Ba 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 ba. But yeah, uh, Arizona State comes in and beats the Wildcats in Tempe. God damn it. It's been a rough week for me sports-wise. Vikings do the heartbreaker. Wildcats get pretty much beat up. It wasn't even close. The score was 28-14, but it was never close. The Alabama Crimson Tide has lost the Iron Bulls. Auburn. If you watched that game, you know what I'm talking about. That was the dumbest chain of events that I've ever seen lose a football game. <clears throat> Alabama lines up to the field goal to tie it. Misses it off the left post. A minute nine left with no timeouts. Auburn's got a punt. But wait, there's a flag on the field. Alabama has too many men on the field. That's the first down. Auburn's got to win the football game. Nick Saban has got to be ripping his fucking hair out and getting ready to kill every single person on his goddamn special team coaching staff. How the fuck do you let that happen? And then he goes on fucking regular. It's not fair. They had their special teams and then offense and special teams, and they didn't let us substitute. Shut up, Nick Saban. You look autistic. Jesus Christ, can you cry any fucking harder? You're the coach of Alabama. Every fucking call in the last 10 years has gone your way, you fucking retarded motherfucking southerner fucking loser. I guess lose is not the right word because we fucking have won every national championship, every other national championship in the next fucking last 10 years. Michigan, Ohio State, that's not even a fucking rivalry anymore. Michigan fucking stinks. Jesus Christ. Even the quarterback for Ohio State said it's not a rivalry for Michigan because we care and they don't. And you know what? It doesn't look like he's wrong. Arbaugh's 0-5. Maybe get a little fucking looser. Set of tidy whities there, you dick. That dude sells signed khakis. Maybe instead of signing khakis, come up with a game plan to not lose by 30 to Ohio State every year. Good for you. Well, we're the best three-loss team in the NCAA. Yeah, good for you. You can go play in the fucking point setable. Congratulations. Michigan hired you to get fucking back to a bowl. They didn't mean the fucking toilet bowl, bud. I guess I can't say anything because Arizona's terrible, but we all knew they're gonna be terrible. At least Arizona fans don't don't constantly gloat that they have the big. We have the biggest stadium in all the sports. Yeah, well, good for you. You get to go watch. A lot more people get to go watch you guys lose now. Good, good job. Good for you. You're just a hardball hater, Ben. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Not at all. I liked him when he was in the NFL, but he's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you got to beat Michigan to get recruits. If you got a recruit that's picking Michigan or Ohio State, and they're both going to start, they're going to go to Ohio State because they're going to go to the NFL. They're probably going to win national championship, or they're going to be in the playoff. They're going to have an extra game on national television to fucking get seen. And if you're defensive end at Ohio State, you're probably going to be one of the best defensive ends in the league in the next couple years. The Bosa boys. Nick and Joey out there just wrecking shop. 
Chase Young, who looks better now than any of either one of them did in college. That's the first round pick. That's your number one pick right now. If the season ends right now, that's your number one pick. Especially if it's the fucking Bengals after what Andy Dalton. Red Rocket, the ginger fuck out of nowhere, gets the first win for the Bengals. Gets the fucking Jets. J E T S, we lose to everyone. The Jets have now lost to the Dolphins and the Bengals. Both of the both of those teams only or first wins and only win for the Bengals against the Jets. <clears throat> but yeah, if you're the Bengals, just keep Andy Dalton. Don't try to get cute and go get some fucking new rookie quarterback. It's not gonna help your team. That team is terrible. You go get Chase Young, set the edge, put a fucking hat on someone. That division is winnable. Okay, the division's not winnable because Looks like Lamar Jackson's going to be there for a long, long time. But that's even more of a reason to get a fucking defensive end. You need someone that can go up and play the level of the quarterback, not let him get outside the pocket, make him throw it or distress. Who knows? They run a very simple route tree. There's ins, outs, slants, and curls. And their linebacker and there's goes. And their linebackers run a little fucking, they leak out every play. Give him someone to throw the ball to when he runs out of room, and then they run for 10 yards. They play to half the field. They cut the field in half for him. It's working perfectly. I'm not saying they shouldn't do this, but I'm just saying if you have some covers that can corner, or corners that can cover, sorry, and then put a little bit of pressure on him, it'll be okay. The biggest game changer in that team from last year is Mark Ingram because when they played the Chargers in the playoffs last year, they just put seven defensive uh, backs on the field and said, okay, run. We're going to be just as fast as your quarterback is. But you can't do that now because you have Mark Ingram, who's a fucking full-grown man, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling up the gut and putting the hats on linebackers and making them fucking regret they even wanted to play football as a peewee fucking child. Uh, what other college games were there this week? Fucking, well, how was Penn State's rivalry game against Rutgers? I know they only won, like, 28 to 30 or 28 13 or something. They were 40 point favorites. And then Georgia, Georgia Tech is a rivalry. I get they're in the same state, but that's not even. Georgia Tech had Megatron and they still weren't good. By the way, how the fuck did Megatron only get a scar from the Georgia Tech? Yeah, Georgia beat the brakes off those fools. And then, who did Clemson play? South Carolina? Wow, good job. Was it 48 to 3 or some retarded number? Uh, California beat UCLA. What happened to UCLA? Jesus Christ. I thought UCLA was going to be much better with Chip Kelly, but I, I still don't know why they're not good. Chip Kelly was on Ohio, Oregon. It was great. Maybe that Oregon style offense isn't the way to go anymore. I don't know. I'm not a giant college fan. College fan. I like to watch college football. I'm not into it like the NFL where I know what kind of offenses teams run. Uh, college hoops. Gonzaga gets absolutely beat down by Michigan by 18. I guess it's so early. It doesn't really mean anything. Except it's probably going to help Michigan a lot. It's going to help any team that beats Michigan. That's for goddamn sure. Probably when Ohio State smacks Michigan. 
can help them. We'll be like, hey, that's a good Michigan team. Remember, they beat Gonzaga earlier in the year, and now they lost lost to fucking Ohio State. So Ohio State must be pretty good. The way that people just come up with ways to say that their team is better than they really are is just baffling. Oh, yeah, well, we beat Texas Austin, and they beat SFA, who beat Duke on the road. So we're better than Duke is, so we should be ranked number one. No, you shouldn't. San Jose State, shut the fuck up. Uh, my Arizona. You heard him. My Arizona Wildcats go and beat Wake Forest in the Wooden Classic. You watch that game? There was about 30 people in the stands. Uh, they didn't cover. Thanks. Thanks for asking. So I lost more money on that one, which is just great. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of hate money. That's why I love losing all of it. Speaking of losing, my fantasy team was eliminated from the playoffs last night. In my main money league, I'm in one more money league that I'm doing okay in. But Jesus, this is the one that we actually already had all the money already. So whoever wins is actually going to get their money. The other money league I'm in is with some fam and some other buds, but no one really paid up yet. So I'm not counting my chickens in that yet. Uh, Let's get into last week's NFL games. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, Ben. Don't blow a fucking gasket already. It's fucking 8.14 in the morning. The Thursday night games. We're going to Thursday night, huh? It was Thanksgiving. You guys all have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah? Hopefully you drank a bunch of beers and got into a political argument with somebody. That's the funnest thing to do on Thanksgiving, in my opinion. Go over to someone in your family. It's even better if it's not your family. And just kind of throw something out there that you know is against the grain. Like if you're in like a, a conservative house, just walk up and go, damn, they're about to impeach Trump. People lose their fucking minds. If you're in a, a liberal household, just walk up and tell them how good of a job Trump's doing. They're going to freak out. And either way, you just have to know just a little tiny bit. Like, go on Google News or go on Twitter and just type in hashtag MAGA or hashtag, like, impeachment. And just read that for 20 minutes. It'll give you enough information to argue with. Even if it's fucking wrong, people are so stupid they don't realize it. And they just want their turn to talk. They don't really hear what you're saying. So you can just kind of say whatever you want. And as long as you say it calmly and confidently... People are going to think that you know what you're talking about, and it's, it's going to make it more bad because then they don't know what you're saying because what you're saying is bullshit. Just walk up, well, you know, Trump is the first president that has ever had 90% of the country off food stamps and now working. That's fucking Trump's a racist prick! Well, see, now you're screaming and I'm winning the argument. And that's not even true. Or you're going to walk up to the city Trump supporter like, yeah, you know, Ray, Trump's a pretty racist guy. He's definitely said on TV that he hates black people and snow Mexicans. We hired an Indian girl as his goddamn secretary of state, you fucking limp card. See? Now you got people yelling, and it's fun. And it's even better if you get another person involved that's on your side, especially that's loud, because they will argue your side for you, and then you're going to sit back and watch two people fight, which is always fun. That's just always what my plan is. Does that make me a dick? Probably. I don't really give a shit. Okay, the Bears beat the Lions. Which was a lot closer game than it should have been. Wasn't that Lions fucking 
Quarterback blow. B-L-O-U-G-H. That guy did blow. He threw his first ever touchdown pass and his first ever completion on the first play. Trubisky didn't look terrible. But it was the Lions. The Lions are bad. Three and eight and one. Don't forget. Maybe three, nine and one. Where are they? Whatever. They have three wins. And they're staring down the barrel of the top five pick. Let's just hope Chase Young doesn't go there because I didn't want to play that guy twice a year. The Cowboys and the Bills. It was America's team on Thanksgiving. Getting the absolute shit kicked out of them. Josh fucking Allen. Don't worry, guys. Dak is elite. Dak is elite. 40 mil. 40 mil. God damn it. That guy fucking stinks. Holy shit. How do you lose to the fucking Bills at home on Thanksgiving? You think this is just the team trying to fucking quit? So they fired Jason Garrett. And then they see that Jason Garrett's there the rest of the year. And they go, God damn it. Maybe we should have tried those last couple games. And uh, maybe try to win those games. They have a little bit better seed in the playoffs. But it doesn't matter. They're not going to win 10 games. They, they, they are not even close to 10 games now. They're probably not going to reach 10 games. Philly fucked me. I had Philly win in the East. But Philly goes and loses the goddamn fucking Dolphins. But okay, the Bills. The Bills are now looking like they might be able to win that division. How you say? How are they going to win that division? What division is that? Is that the East? No. It can't be the East. Is it the North? No. That can't be the North. What division are they in? It's not the South. Maybe it is the East. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, AFC East. AFC East. The Patriots are 10 and 2. The Bills, 9 and 3, one game back. They played the Patriots one more time. The Patriots have already beaten them in Buffalo. The Bills need to go and beat the Patriots in Gillette. Bum, 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 bum. Good luck. See how that works out. Then the Falcon Saints. This game was 26-18 at the end when it all was said and done, but it was a lot more exciting. Matt Ryan got stiff-armed to the ground like a child getting stiff-armed by a fucking adult. That was pretty funny. Throws a pick to a D-tackle, who then pushes, smooshes his face straight down. Come on, dude. Can you fucking do better? Dive the knees or something. You're a quarterback. The guy's 300 pounds. There was two onside kick recoveries back-to-back. They had three. Well, they did it three times. One got called back, and then they did it again. There had been two all year. And the Falcons got two in a row. All right, that was the Thursday game. We're on a Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Jets-Bangles. Bangles beat the living shit out of the Jets, 22-6. to Sam Darnold out there seeing ghosts again? I don't know. Andy Dalton came back and put on a fucking clinic. Joe Mixon got in the end zone again. Good for your fantasy teams if that happened. If you still have Joe Mixon starting, good on you. If you have Andy Dalton starting in any fantasy league, the fuck is wrong with you? Titans, Colts. Happy trails out of Benetary. It was fun while it was happening, and it lasted a long, long time, but it is done, bud. Time to hang up those cleats, go polish your rings, and go to Cuba. Go to Cambodia. Go to Jamaica. I don't give a shit. 
Go sit on the beach somewhere and sip mocktails. I don't know if you get down like that. I know you got one of those sweet chargers. Go polish the rims on that and drive away. But for the love of fucking God, stop trying to kick footballs. Titans beat the Colts 31-17. to And the Colts look like they're about to be eliminated from the playoffs before they even fucking start. Eagles-Dolphins, another one. 31-37, Dolphins beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. They had one of the coolest fucking plays ever. They had the punter take the snap with one center underneath, with one center in front of him. Everybody else kicked out left or right. Then the kicker runs across the middle of the back of the end zone and catches the tutty from the punter. Imagine playing on a fancy team. And you lose to a team by a certain, like, two or three, and the kicker had a touchdown. Yeah, you're going to be pissed. Packers-Giants in the snow. In the Meadowlands. It's still called the Meadowlands, I don't think so. But Danny Dimes was out there looking good in the beginning. And then Aaron Rodgers just comes alive, comes unglued. 31-13. to Packers win. Aaron Rodgers is like Novocaine. It's not going to work right away, but just give it time, wait a little bit, it's going to kick in, and everything's going to be okay. R-E-L-A-X. The Browns and the Steelers. Browns and the Steelers. Browns and the Steelers. Wow, what a fucking fun game this was to watch, said no one. After the goddamn debacle with the helmet hit, you can't really hit anybody with anything. But you got Duck Hodges out there. No Juju. No Pouncey. No Carson. What the fuck is that running back's name? James Conner. That's what it is, not Carson. And they still win 20 to 13. I don't care how good the Browns are. They will never beat the Steelers twice in a year because the Browns fucking stink. Redskins, Panthers. Another just hard hitting matchup for the ages. We all couldn't watch, wait to watch this one. This one was on the top of my list. I could not fucking wait. Redskins, 29-21 win. Panthers did have a chance at the end to throw the ball. And Kyle Allen just ran back 30 yards, got sacked and fumbled. Throw the ball in the fucking end zone, kid. It doesn't matter if he's intercepted. You just got to get the ball there. If you get fumble, if you get sacked in a fumble, that's not helping anyone. Dwayne Haskins does show up for the knee this time. He's not in the crowd taking selfies, so good for him. He figured out that his job is not over until the fucking last whistle. Fantastic. The Bucks Jaguars. It's another hard hitting game. Another one that I know that you couldn't wait to watch. I couldn't. It's all over my fucking schedule. My calendar? I wish I had a picture of it for you. I wish I had to take a picture. Jesus Christ. It said Bucks fucking Jags. Be ready. I circled it twice. Put a note on my fridge. Yeah. I was ready for that one. The Battle of Florida. Duval against Tampa. Tampa, 28-11. Nick Foles got benched. Put up negative two fantasy points. I almost started him. Really glad I didn't. Still lost, but that would have been embarrassing. This was the best game of the week. Niners-Ravens in the rain. A lot of fourth down calls. A lot of, a lot of, they went for a lot of fourth downs because it was raining so much. No one thought they kicked the ball. Robbie Gold had a kick blocked. But when it came down to it, a 49-yarder for the win. Who else but Justin Tucker? 
He can sing opera in seven different languages. He can pick up football very, very well. He cross for the win! From the left, Ashmore. 49-yard field goal. It's up. It's pushed the uprights. It's good. The Ravens walk out with a victory. And just like that, the Niners are in fifth place in the NFC. Rams, Cardinals. The Rams have been told, you got to win out to make it, kid. If you ever want to sniff the playoffs, you got to start winning. They fucking listened. 34-17. to 17. Beat the brakes off the Cardinals. Chargers, Broncos, this is one of the most bullshit calls I have seen in a long, long time. Broncos end up winning on the last second field goal. Broncos line up, throw a bomb. Chargers, uh, what's his name? Hayward Jr. I forgot. I think it was Hayward. Running down the field. The receiver runs into him. Was that Cortland Sutton? Runs into him. They call a fucking flag at the other 30. It's like a 40-yard penalty. Drew Locke gets his first ever victory. Brian McManus hits a dong shot from 53 for the win. Ah, that was rough, though. I couldn't believe that happened. Raiders, Chiefs. This was a fucking ass-kicking for the ages. 40-9. Don't even know where to start with this one. Carr threw a pick six. Mahomes trotted into the end zone. Uh, didn't get the ball to Tyreek Hill very much. Thanks a lot. Ruined my fucking fancy here. Um... So, yeah, that's how that game ended. Chiefs are looking like they did last year. They're heating up. Chiefs-Ravens would be a great fucking playoff game. Let's make that happen. And then here we go. The Patriots played a good team and yet again got fucking lost. They fucking lost. They fucking lost. They fucking lost. They fucking lost. How did the Texans beat the Patriots? The Texans have an offensive line that is built up of toddlers and autistic idiots. But Ben, they have Larry Tunsil. Yeah, I get it. Laramie Tunsil, Larry. It'd be funny if his name was Larry. Hey, who's that guy that got caught smoking weed out of the gas mask? Oh, you mean Larry? That's Larry. Hey, Larry. Yeah, 28-22. They had a really cool play. Uh, New New Hopkins with the option almost to Deshaun Watson. Don't know if I do it again. Nuke got just absolutely cut off at the knees. The way your quarterback laid out, because that ball was in the air for a long time. For a quarterback that has two ACL tears, I'm not sure if I'll do that again. But yeah. Texans won. They are in sole command of the division. Although the Titans have won five out of six. And then last night, Monday night football. Yeah, didn't end up like that. There was no skull chant going on. And after being up 17 to 10 at halftime. The final score of this was 30-37. At one point, the Titan or the Seahawks were up by 17. <clears throat> neither quarterback played bad, but neither one really played out of their mind. This this entire game was, I'd say Kirk Cousins probably played a little bit better just because of the last two drives when they needed touchdowns. The one along Laquan Treadwell, he was so wide open. I I am shocked he didn't drop it. That guy stinks. But and then Kyle Rudolph had another one-handed catch. Uh, Seahawks end up going for it on fourth and two with a fake punt, grab 21 yards, take some more time off the clock, and then kick a field goal. So it's 30-37 with about 21 seconds left. They pooch it. C.J. Ham picks it up. He's rumbling, bumbling, stumbles, and oh no, no, he fumbled. <clears throat> 
and that's all she wrote. That was the game. That is how that game ends. Um, before we get into the next week, the Milwaukee Bucks are 18-3, and, and no one is saying anything about it. Probably because no one knows who plays for the Bucks other than Giannis Antetokounmpo. What, who else do we have? Chris Middleton? I guess. Giannis is your MVP right now. Then it's probably LeBron. Then probably my boy Luca from the Mavs. And then uh, James Harden. Did you guys see that fucking... Who's that dickhead that used to play for the Nuggets? Carmelo Anthony, just one player of the week. Okay, it's a cute story that he's back in the NBA. But Luca averaged a triple-double last week, and James Harden averaged 37. And I think Carmelo averaged like 16-5-4. and four. I get it. But he's the comeback player. I don't care. No, he's not. It does, it does oh my God. But whatever, okay. That's not... That's not what we're going to get into. Okay, Luca, Luca and the Mavs did stop the Lakers last night. The Lakers were on a 10-game winning streak. Okay, next week in the NFL, your Thursday night football. Now, this is just a game of just two elite quarterbacks. These guys might be one and two in the league for quarterbacks. We've got the Dallas Cowboys. Going up to face the monsters of the midway of Chicago Bears. The Bears. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell. I don't know if you can catch on my fucking sarcasm. Two terrible quarterbacks. Dallas is a three-point favorite. I just fucking hate this game so much. I'm not going to fucking pick it. Fuck, I wish both teams could lose. It'll probably be the Cowboys winning. They'll probably cover three. But who knows? The Bears might have some defense tricks up their sleeves. And, you know, Dak Prescott sucks dick, so we'll see. Lions-Vikings in Minnesota. This is a big boy spread. Vikings are 13-point favorites at home. That is a lot of points. But the Vikings got to know you got to win out pretty much. Eight and four. You got four games left. Three of them are divisional. Three division games. I don't know who, who the fuck else the Vikings play. Let me go. Let me check that real quick. Check that real quick. Oh, it's the Chargers. Why do I not remember that? I'm going to that game. I got tickets. We got the hotel. The plane tickets have been bought. Let's fucking go. The whiskey will be bottled the day before. That game got flexed to a one o'clock game. Not sure how I feel about that. Gives us more time to party after. Not as much time to pre-game, though. We'll see. But Lions, Vikes, 13. I probably take the Vikings to cover 13. Big boy spread. Big boy spread. Panthers, Falcons. This is just a shootout of two fucking great teams. Falcons are two and a half point favorites. I take that all day long at home. Is Matt Ryan hurt? Is that why that's happening? I don't, I don't think so. I didn't see anything about that. But, yeah, they're going to beat him. Uh, yeah, Falcons will cover that. They went by a field goal. Panthers, Falcons. Oh, I just did that one. Ravens, Bills. Ooh. Just when the Bills thought they were, like, 
coming up. We got a chance, guys. All right, we're only one game behind the Patriots. Congratulations. Now you have to play the fucking Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are five-and-a-half-point favorites, and they are beating the hell out of teams, so I am not going to stop betting on them now. Yeah, sorry. Hang on. Yeah, I am taking them, taking the Ravens. Stay the Ravens, cover five-and-a-half on the road against the Bills. <clears throat> sorry. I got heartburn. It hurts me to yell like this. Okay, okay. Uh-oh, look out. The battle for Ohio. The skyline chili. LeBron James. Oh, wait, he's not there anymore. Bengals. Browns. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Bengals, Browns. The Browns are eight and a half point favorites. You know what? Just to fucking just show disrespect to the Browns. Eight and a half to give into the Bengals. Yep. Bengals will cover that. Here's another big boy spread coming up. Redskins at the Packers. 13-point favorite Green Bay Packers. I don't see the Packers losing this game. I don't see them winning by less than 14, so... That is a giant fucking spread, though. These are still pros. God damn it. If the Redskins aren't terrible, if the Packers aren't great this year. Give me the Packers. Minus 13. This is a good... This is probably going to be the game for playoffs throughout. Or not playoffs throughout. Not anymore. Not anymore. You silly bitch. Niners, Saints. Saints are two and a half point favorites at home. Two 10 and two teams. How is this a 10 o'clock game? Why is this not flexed? So, you have this. I'll go over the later games, but how is that game not get flexed? That's, that game should not be on at the same time as the Bengals and the Browns. I guess no one's, imagine if you live in Ohio though. You're not going to watch... I mean, I guess if you're a fucking fan of those two teams. Maybe if you're a Browns fan. If you're a Bengals fan, you probably pick the Niners-Saints game over your own team playing. Or if you're in the South, Panthers-Falcons. I guess the Saints are in the South. Jets-Dolphins are on the same time. That's five and a half point favorite for the Jets. God damn it, the toilet bowl. Jets probably beat the Dolphins by five and a half. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh, Saints, Saints, Niners. Uh, yeah, give me the Saints. Saints by three at home. Colts, Bucks. Oh my God, the Colts have fallen from grace. Colts are six and six. Bucks are five and seven. I'm pretty sure the Bucks will be out of the playoffs if they lose this. They might already be out of the playoffs. Tampa is two and a half point favorites. Give me the Colts and the points. Two and a half is almost as useless as fucking. It's just to pick them because teams don't usually lose by one. And I guess obviously you can, but that's dumb. Just forget I said that. Okay, Browns, Texans. Texans, nine half point favorites. They are rolling. That's a big boy spread there. Give me the Broncos. Plus nine and a half. The Broncos won't win the game, but they're going to cover nine and a half. Chargers, Jaguars in Duval. Chargers, three and a half point favorites. I've been betting on them all fucking year, and I'm not going to put more real money on the Chargers because they are just, they are losing the dumbest possible ways. I think every game they've lost has been by seven points or less, which when you have years like last year and this year, last year was the same. I think they went 13-3, and and they had like 10 wins by seven or less. 
When you play games that close, sometimes you're going to fucking lose those games like that. So they just happened to lose all of Michigan. They won them all last year. Four and eight Chargers against the four and eight Jaguars. Give me the Chargers to cover three. The Titans and their Raiders. Tennessee, two and a half point favorites on the road in the black hole. Is this the last game ever? No, it's not. When's the last game ever in the black hole? Let me check for you. You got the Raiders at home. Next week, Raiders or Jaguars at the Raiders is the last game they'll ever be played in Oakland. At least in the fucking Coliseum. So, and it's against the Jaguars, so tickets will not be that expensive. Go ahead, get in there. Now, that was probably pretty much, probably, probably pretty expensive. Chiefs-Patriots, this will be a fucking great game. As long as the Chiefs can even have just a little teeny tiny bit of difference. Defense? Defense. Patriots are three-point favorites at home. I think the Chiefs win this game outright. Give me the Chiefs to beat the Patriots at cover three. Chiefs are getting three, so, yeah. Give me the Chiefs. Speaking of the Patriots, Rob Gronkowski is officially retired. November 30th is the last day he can come back, and he didn't, so that dream is over. Steelers, Cardinals, and Arizona. Is it Duck Hodge playing that game? Probably. Hopefully, that guy's awesome. Duck Collin champion of the world. Uh, Patriots are, or Steelers are two and a half point favorites. Give me the Steelers to cover against the Cardinals. Action! No, fuck that! No, 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 no. Give me the Cardinals to cover with two and a half. Jesus Christ! I don't know if you hear that, but that was loud. Then you have the Seahawks at the Rams. Oh, my God. If there was ever a game for the Rams to win, it probably won't be this one. Seahawks are only two-and-a-half-point favorites, which makes no sense. They beat the Vikings by seven. I think the Vikings are the Rams, right? Am I being a homer saying that? No. The Vikings are the Rams are. Yeah, give me the Seahawks to cover two-and-a-half. Giants-Eagles. This is another big boy spread. Eagles are five-and-a-half or eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Ugh. I think the Eagles are going to win, but... Good God, who makes this schedule? Why can't... Can't we flex that Giants... I guess you can't flex the game out on Monday. And you can't take the Seahawks off of Sunday Night Football. But Jesus, if they could put that Saints-Niners game on... Primetime football! Move that fucking Chargers-Jaguars game down. It's in... Fucking... It's in Florida. So that game's actually at 4 o'clock. Make that game a 1 o'clock game and you can play it at 10 o'clock here. Or whatever fucking time it would be. Noon? Play it. No, play it at 1 there. It'll be at 10 here. 10 on the west. That's when all the games start. <sighs> whatever. That's. Ugh. Sorry. Those are the picks for this week and over last week. Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up this week? Are we going to be bowl, bowl games this week? Bowel games? Um, when is the college football rankings come out? Okay, why is that not on this? Why is college football not on this? Hang on a second. Let's see what we got here. Uh, couple of the NBA scores from last night. Sixers beat the Jazz. Hawks beat the Warriors. Knicks beat the Bucks by fucking 50. Pacers over the Grizzlies. Bulls over the Kings. Why is college football not 
in this NCAA football. Oh, we got the conference championships coming up. That's right. I'm an idiot. Okay. So, on Friday. Oh, yeah, it's already here. Yep, that's this Friday. Utah, Oregon. Utah's ranked number six. Oregon's ranked number 14. Utah's a six-point favorite. Uh, I want Utah to win just for just for the off chance that they let a Pac-12 team in the, in the championship or in the playoff. This game's in Santa Clara. Oregon fans travel very well. I'm not sure how Utah fans travel. You got Herbert. Herbert versus Huntley. This is going to be if can Utah stop Herbert and can Oregon stop Moss? Because that kid's been going the fuck off. Herbert's got 31 touchdowns. Moss has 16 rushing touchdowns. Huntley, the quarterback for Utah, only has 16 t- passing touchdowns. Baylor, Oklahoma is another one. Oklahoma by eight is the prediction right now. That's what the spread is, eight points. Oklahoma's got to win this game by about 45, and they need some help to even have the possibility of being in the playoff. Uh, Cincinnati, Memphis. Look out for this one. Memphis is a nine-point favorite. They just played, I think. Or they play UConn. I thought they just played. Maybe they played UConn. Memphis is a nine-point favorite. I don't know shit about this team. Hawaii, Boise for the Mountain West Championship. Always bet on Boise. Boise is a 14-point favorite. This is the game that you're going to want to watch, though. Georgia, ranked number four. LSU, ranked number two. If this is a close game, regardless of the winner, can you take either one out of the playoff? Who's number five right now? Who? It can't be Alabama, right? Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Number five is Utah. Oh, shit. They moved Utah up to five. Is that right? I guess. Okay, so now looking at that. Utah's number five. Georgia's number four. LSU's number two. LSU wins. Obviously, they're in. You can't win your you can't win the SEC and then get kicked out. If Georgia wins, obviously they're in. They're in right now. If they win the, the SEC, they're in. But if Georgia wins, does LSU stay in? I I think LSU should be number one right now. Ohio State two, Clemson three, Georgia four. So if Georgia and LSU win, as long as it's a close game, say LSU loses, I don't know, by three to like eight. Or eight to one from one point to eight points, they they lose by that. Then I think you just flip them. Put Georgia at two, LSU at four. That's your final four. Clemson plays Virginia. They're 28 and a half point favorites. They're gonna mop the fucking floor. That's not even gonna be a game. Clemson's in. It's a lock. Ohio State number one against Wisconsin number 12. Wisconsin's playing for pride. There's no fucking way they get in. There's no way they win this fucking game either. 16 and a half point favorites for Ohio State. I think of Ohio State, whoever, if LSU and Ohio State, whoever wins this game by the most will be number one. That's what I think. That's why I think it should be. Although LSU is playing number four. So if you beat number four, Georgia, 
They should probably be number one after they also beat fucking Alabama. And I think they beat Auburn. That's a good resume, and they're still only number two. But I guess it's because Ohio State beat Maryland by like 65. But Ohio State's in, Clemson's in. Just because I don't think Ohio State can drop out of four if they lose. Because they're not going to put in Utah over Ohio State. They're not going to put in Utah over Clemson. Clemson's going to win anyways. It doesn't really matter. Clemson's worst case scenario is they drop to four, but I don't know how you do that. The only way Clemson drops to four is if Georgia wins. Georgia goes two, LSU goes three, Clemson goes down to four. But I don't think you can lose. I don't think LSU can lose and drop down that far. All right. Let's go through it just a little bit. I'm going to finally make my pick right here. So LSU going to beat Georgia. Fromm versus Burrow. Jake Fromm, State Farm. That is so funny. And then Wisconsin is going to get beat by Ohio State. Wisconsin is going to beat Virginia. Oklahoma is going to beat Baylor. Utah is going to beat Oregon. Your final four will be Georgia at number four. Clemson at number three. Ohio State at number two. And your number one team in the land will be LSU, and they'll be playing Georgia again. And Georgia's going to fucking beat them in the playoff. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. And then then Clemson's going to be Ohio State. Clemson's going to beat Georgia for the national championship. That's not gonna happen. Ohio State's gonna be Clemson. They're gonna be then they're gonna be Georgia. Ugh, that's gonna be a rough one. But I'm calling that now. Georgia is gonna lose to LSU in the SEC championship, and then they're gonna beat LSU in the playoff. It would be kind of funny to watch Utah get pushed up there, though. I have to play like Ohio State or LSU. Oh my god, that'd be an 80-point game. That would be an absolute bloodbath. Because Utah just runs the ball. Their running back has 1,200 yards. Their quarterback has 2,700. Let's just look at LSU's quarterback, Joe Burrow, 4,300. Their running back has twenty has 1,200. Clemson. Second name, Trevor Lawrence, has 2,870. Their running back has 1,380. These are yards, by the way. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Then Ohio State, you got Fields with 2,600 and Dobbins with 1,600. But that Ohio State defense is tough. Tough, tough, tough. All right, I got to take a break. I'll be right back. All right, sorry about that. I'm back. Uh, can someone explain to me how the Charger Stadium is being built right now when it's like $10 billion over budget for two teams that nobody fucking likes anyways? Chargers fans, Chargers games end up being home games for whoever's playing them. When I, when, like when we go there for the Vikings-Chargers game, it's going to be a home game for the Vikings. For the home game for the Packers, all of the Packers did get mollywhopped. So where would be a good place for them to move? San Antonio? Texas, uh, Texas, obviously. The Spurs have a great fan base. 
They are always out there, but the Spurs have also been good for a while. Maybe Portland. Portland would be hard, but the Blazers deal with a crazy fan base. But I'm assuming if you're a Portland fan, you probably are a Seahawks fan. But Seahawks fans are all bandwagons anyways, so they don't really mind as long as that team's good. <coughs> Excuse me. So if a team went up to Portland, won some games, won a Super Bowl, I'm sure Seahawks fans would jump on that bandwagon quick enough. They'd get off Russell Wilson pretty fast. They don't give a fuck. Just win some football games. We'll follow whoever. You know, so Seahawks fans are real quiet in the last couple years. They're probably going to get real loud now because the Seahawks are good again. Uh, maybe Toronto or up in Canada. The Raptors fucking took over an entire country. But again, they had to win. I guess the Raptors have been good. Or the fan base has been good for a while. You know, the team hasn't been good, so you haven't really seen a lot. But they had that whole thing going on with like, Jurassic Park. Standing out in the fucking freezing cold watching them beat the Warriors. No, not London. Fuck London. I don't understand why we do anything for London. All London does is fucking get stabbed and get fucking acid fights and then complain about us having gun laws. Shut up, London. You guys have a king and a queen, princes and shit. Go fuck yourself. It's not the fucking 17th century. We're not jousting. We're not knights in shining armor. Why do you have a queen that doesn't have a job? It's funny to have a queen and they still have a parliament. Which I'm assuming is kind of like a president. I don't know. I'm kind of a fucking idiot. But at least I don't have a goddamn king. He's still your president. Yeah, I'm not talking about that king. You fucking idiots. Which is all they really are in, in America, too. If you have the president, it's pretty much just the king. He doesn't really do anything. They say clever words and fucking tweet all day fucking go golfing every day. I wish I fucking could do that. So I'm going to do. I'll be president. That way I can go golf all the time. That's a good idea. I'll be the president. Vote for me. Randy Hanley. 2024. We will bring back Dairy Queen gift cards and Surge. We'll be back in every store. Every time any American is born here, We'll be sent to Mexico or Canada. If you want to go with them, you can. We have enough people. Keep them out of here. We don't want any more of your fucking little babies that are shitting and throwing up on stuff and crying on airplanes. We don't need them. That's my first rule. Every man is going to get a vasectomy if you're over the age of 30. You don't need any more kids. You're under the age of 30, you have to wait till you're 35 to have a kid. And you only have two. Just like China. You don't need any more of your fucking children. But then, I want to have a family. No one gives a shit. Just because you've failed at life doesn't mean you get to have to make more kids. You can only have kids if your average income between both parents is over 140 grand. If that doesn't happen, you don't get to have any kids. Or you can have a kid as long as the father leaves the mom. Because we all know that breeds an athlete. Nothing breeds an athlete more than a single mother. We're gonna fucking get her pregnant, take the dad away, put him in prison. 
And then I'll be the strongest mom ever. And she's going to make some fucking athletes. And we'll have another small Charles on our hands. It's like, yeah, he had a rough upbringing. Can't really read. But he can run a 4 three forty, And he can cut. So that's okay. We're breeding athletes and doctors. That's all we can have. That's the only thing left allowed. Athletes, doctors. And then if anybody happens to sneak through and their kids are born, congratulations. They're in the military since they're age of six. And we're going to do this the Spartan way and build warriors. And we're going to take over the fucking world. That's all we're going to have. We're going to have doctors. We're going to have athletes. And we're going to have child soldiers. Hanley 2024. You heard it here. If you want to run, it's going to cost you 16 Schmeckles and a case of Budweiser. Do that. You're on my cabinet. And we're going golfing once a week. And I'm also going to get rid of the uh, the law that says I can't run for two terms. And I'm also just going to let other people run. I'm just going to turn into Putin and kill anybody that runs against me. And I will be president until I die. And we're going to have about 600 people when I'm done. It'll be the biggest genocide in history. But you know what? It'll be about 600 of us, so it won't really matter. We won't really need, we don't need much. 600 people, what do they need? Like 40 cars and like 600 chickens? Do they're good? Maybe 1,200 chickens. That way each, each person gets two chickens, you collect the eggs, breed the chickens. There you go. We can have as many chickens as we want, only 600 people. God damn it. I don't know where I got this from. That was one of the dumbest rants I've had in a long time. But all right, um, yeah, Christmas is coming up. What can you get someone? What kind of gift can you give someone for Christmas? I like giving roommates and stuff gifts that are kind of like, hey, here's this gift. But it's also like, hey, figure it out. Fix your shit. Like post-it notes or food labels. You write your name on it, and then you write the date on it. So it looks like you're like, hey, I'm just uh, making sure I know when this goes bad. But in reality, you're like, hey, don't touch my fucking shit. Or buy like one of those Swiffer mops and just leave it in the kitchen. Like, hey, dude, uh, maybe clean up. Get a vacuum and just leave it in the living room. Or get a vacuum and give, give it to them as a gift. But what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. Maybe clean the house once in a while, you dirty fuck. My favorite is when someone's fucking stinky or gross. We really do this when I was at work. I, I already said this. I don't know what part of the podcast I'm on. I don't know what saved or not. But, yeah, we had a dude at work. And the manager had to buy him soap and shampoo and deodorant. And be like, hey, you need to use this stuff. If you don't, you cannot come to work because we can smell you, and you smell like a dirty ball sack during the Holocaust. Just sweat and sadness. Why do fat people's pants fall down? Again, I might have already said this on here, but why the fuck can fat people not keep their pants up? If you bend over and I see fucking more than one inch of your butt crack, that, that is the line. That is the line where it's allowed. If you bend over and your butt crack hangs out a little bit, whatever. I get it. Your pants don't fit all the same way every day. Maybe your weight fluctuates. But if I see more than one inch, it's a problem. If I see more than four inches, I'm just going to kick you in the fucking teeth. 
you fucking fat, disgusting piece of shit. Like, God damn it, fix yourself. Wear a belt. Find some pants to go around your waist and wear those. Or you put on a pair of bathroom shorts underneath. I've all seen fat people do this. That's what we call that's what we call a considerate fatty. When they wear basketball shorts that fit around their waist, and then they wear pants that don't fit, but then when they bend down, you don't get a fucking face full of fat ass, butt cheek sweat, covered in dirty hair and lint, because your ass has been sitting on a dirty fucking couch all day, and the couch wasn't dirty until you sat on it. Because your asshole is rubbing it. Fuck. I'm not the skinniest or most in shape person ever, but my fucking clothes fit. And if you bend over and feel your ass hanging out, pull them up. How, why is that a thing? It's negative. It's 32 degrees outside. You bend over and your ass is out. You don't notice it. Pull them up. Now I'm not talking about sagging your pants like a gangbanger. If you want to be an idiot, go ahead. Do that. Pull your fucking pants up, dude. Do you have any self-respect? I don't, I forgot what that guy's name was that did that. Oh my God, I forgot what his name is. Giant beard, stunk like a bag of dicks. Nice guy, stunk like shit. Not, oh my God. People that don't, people that are like generally this stinky. Like I'm so self-conscious, self-conscious about my fucking like body odor. I will shower after every shit if I'm at home. If I'm not, I am uncomfortable until I get home and can shower. That's just how considerate I am to all you people. You're welcome. If you're ever around Ben and he stinks, just know it's because there hasn't been a shower around. I know. If, if you stink, you should know. You can tell. Give yourself a courtesy sniff under the armpit. If your armpit stinks, your fucking the rest of your body smells worse. Like... If someone's breath stinks, that has got to be just the most stinky, disgusting fucking asshole on the planet. If you're not smart enough to take care of your fucking teeth, imagine what that dude's ass smells like. Takes his, takes his shirt off and smells like a bag of fucking just horse manure. Just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, can you just take a shower? Brush your fucking teeth. Some mouthwash, perhaps? Give them a baby wipe? Wipe the fucking grundle out? Clean your nuts? That's just one of the most disgusting things ever, is when someone is naturally stinky. And it's not natural. I mean, I guess it is natural, because soap and deodorant isn't natural. But you know what I don't give a shit about is you being natural. But my deodorant has aluminum in it. And it's really bad for you. You know what's bad for you? Getting your teeth kicked in because you stink. You know, you fucking people disgust me. Pure disgusting. Just nothing to do. Di- oh my God. Just... If, I are, I see fucking... if I see a stinky person, it's just like, I've never been closer to murder in my entire life. No, I see a stinky person. Just like a slob in general. I was like, did you shower this century, dick? Use a comb. Hey, be nice. He's probably a nice guy. 
I don't care if he's a nice guy. He's sad to look at. It hurts my eyes. Fuck. God damn it. It's not like I'm being... It's not like I'm asking for a lot here. It's not like I'm asking you to do 8,000 pull-ups, then take a shower. Just do one of them. Just shower. I don't care. Don't work out. Be fat. But be clean, at least. You're fucking filthy. It's fucking gross. Okay, look me up on Twitter. Ben in Bakersfield. Manly Hanley 666. Send me something funny. I'll send you some fucking money. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, Christmas coming up. If you have someone at work that's gross, buy him some deodorant. It might piss him off. I don't give a shit. And also, can we stop? Why do I never... I saw someone do this on Facebook. They gave their crush a gift, but didn't tell him it was from them. It was like a secret, like, admirer gift. Like, the only way that that is acceptable is if, like, that person pretty much knows. Like, if you guys have, like, a work flirt. Like, if you guys are both single at work and you guys have, like, a a work flirt kind of thing. Like, everybody knows. Like, they're going to end up fucking someday. That's one thing where they're going to know. But if they have no idea that you like them, don't buy them something as a secret admirer. Because they're not going to know it's from you. And then they're going to guess. And then if they don't guess you, it's going to fuck you up. Because they're going to think it's from some other dickhead in the office. So first off, it's going to make it awkward for them. They're like, hey, uh, Jim, did you get me these flowers? And they're praying to God it was him and not you. And they're like, no, I, I didn't do it. And they're like, fuck. And then you see them ask. You're like, well, cool. Now I know that they don't like me at all. And I just wasted 80 bucks. Tell them, speak to these people. Just, hey, ask them out. And also, if you get them a, a, a gift when you're not even dating, imagine the gift you have to get them when you are dating. Like, you go spend 80 bucks and it's not even your girlfriend or boyfriend. Once they are your boyfriend or girlfriend, you're going to you're, you're be dropping hundreds of dollars. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Unless you can find a normal person that realizes that getting and giving gifts is not that important. It's another thing. People don't want the same things from each other. There's this thing, I forgot what it's called, like your love sign or something, or your signs. Not like that stupid fucking shit, the astronomy bullshit. This is actually like you take a test and it tells you what you like more. And then once you look at the answers, you usually like pretty much, it tells you like, would you rather get a gift from somebody or have them give you a hug or have them clean for you or have them tell you that you're, they love you or like you. Not everybody likes it. Not everybody wants the same shit. So then if you find someone that likes getting gifts, that's what they do. They give gifts and they want to get gifts. But if then they're with someone that doesn't like to get gifts, that person's not going to end up giving gifts. You have to tell them and then it's going to piss you off and they don't just know it. And then you're going to fight and then you're going to break up and then you're sad. Or better yet, then they go and fuck somebody else and don't tell you and you find out from other people in your family your fucking wife or your friend or your girlfriend or anybody or your boyfriend or your husband is fucking somebody else. And you're like, cool, I just wasted six years of my fucking life. This is great. So don't do that. 
Use your fucking words. Tell people what you want. Tell people what you don't want. Make sure they know what's allowed and what's not allowed. If you don't want your fucking boyfriend or girlfriend going to the strip club without you, you gotta tell them that. Don't just get mad when they do it. If you don't want them to go talk to somebody, or not talk to somebody, if you get mad over someone speaking in a public way with somebody, I get if they're texting with somebody privately or Snapchatting with someone privately, I get that. You don't want that because you don't know what they're doing. But even then, like still, maybe just let it go. Maybe don't be an overbearing person, but I get it. But if they're in public and someone speaks to them and you get mad, you got to calm down. Yeah. Okay, that's it for this week. It's 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. 7 o'clock on the dot. I need a crack rock. We out.